Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 144, episode 5 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News, fuck Rush Limbaugh, fuck Buck Sexton, fuck Ben Shapiro, fuck Tucker Carlson. I don't know why he wasn't on the list. Uh, it's Friday, July 31st, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Brian, Jack O'Brien, host the Modern Second Rate Podcast. From inside of my house, it's a place where I drink Mountain Dew. That's courtesy of <laughs> Hannah Soltis, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Oh, it's just Miles Gray, a.k.a. your boy Kusama. Shout out to everybody who's been tweeting all kinds of AKAs, but I have not been on social media very much, so I didn't have time to check. Just going to be transparent oh, on that shit. one. Yeah, yeah. I just use I just use I just use Mental social health? media less. Yeah, yeah, man. I like it's I good. really it's good for your health. Shit, I I talk to my therapist, you know, try and try and get your mind right, and then like, are you on social media? I'm like all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right, okay. All, all right. the time. Is that good? No. All the time, okay. man. But see, if I don't know about the atrocities of the world in real time, how will I be informed? Right. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to you know, just take give a little step back. We are thrilled to be joined by the hilarious comedian, Mr. Greg Edwards. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? Greg. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. This is so great. So good to have you. Been Hell too yeah. long, Greg. It's I'm, been a minute, man. I've, I've known Greg. We met fucking six years of 2014, I think. Well, yeah, we man. On, I, don't, I mean, I guess I'll say it. If you want to see me host uh, and talk with Greg on YouTube Nation. YouTube uh, Nation. YouTube's <laughs> daily show pod- <laughs> partnership with uh, David Katzenberg. That's why I got all that quibby hate in my heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back when you were doing Sparky, man, it's, it's so yeah. good to see you, man. It's so good, good to, to see you. Good to see you too, man. Yeah. And, uh, congrats on the success of the show too, man. This is dope. Oh, just, oh yeah. thank you so much. Y'all killing I mean, it. The last time we hit the road, a pandemic basically cut that short. So, uh, you know, but <laughs> I think that's that's we, just a, that's the, the the gravity of the show, the the, yes. the force of this movie. I we shut the nation down. We shut. That's just how dope it is, you know. God Canada is just trying down. to, you know, bring yeah. that ego down a little bit. That's yeah. what it then is. it did. That it yeah. did to the yeah. point where, yeah, now I cry on Zoom therapy. So, <laughs> thank you, God. Beautiful. Believe <laughs> technically we're called super spreaders, um, but oh yeah. right, yeah. Oof. Anyway, but yeah, Super good spreaders. to see you. Good to see you. Good to see. Hey, good, good to, to see good you. Good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. How's uh How's pandemic life treating you? You know, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of having a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, this is like the most time I got to spend with my lady. You know, yeah. we you know we work different jobs, so now we're both working at home. So I'm chilling in the office with my girl. We just. You know, we eat dinner every night. I'm not out running around doing shows. I'm just really spending a lot of QT with my lady. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been trying to just trying to really focus on what's like really important. So, I mean, besides everybody, a lot of people dying right. and a lot of people losing their jobs and losing yeah. their income and all that terrible shit. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've been trying to like at least look at the silver lining of... Uh, People are starting to realize what's really important in life and shit like that. So yeah, yeah. Thursday morning was a hell of a morning, uh, just news-wise to wake up to Herman Cain passing, the president, the president trying to 
you know, end democracy in our country. Yeah. Uh, plus, the NBA is coming back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, look, if the NBA being canceled signaled to us that things were bad, shouldn't we just as much use the NBA coming <laughs> back right. to say that? Hey, baby, we're back. <laughs> or we're dropping to a new level of hell. Yeah, of, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Have y'all watched any of the games? The exhibition yeah, I games? A, I watched a couple of the scrimmages. Just, you know, uh, I had just something on. And I'm I and I, as a Laker fan, I'm like, yeah, let's just let's just get let's get a weird championship in this season. I love how I like quiet it. it is in there. It's like yeah. you can hear them yelling. <laughs> That's the great thing about a lot of the sports now. It feels like when you used to go to like a community college sports game. Yeah, right, and it was right. like, yo, I can hear the players and the coaches. <laughs> Dude, like I don't even hear the there's no fucking crowd here, but this I can hear them. Yeah, like it's kind of talking shit. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I that's gonna be a list you're gonna start seeing as like best shit talkers that have been revealed during the pandemic <laughs> league mm-hmm. because yeah, you're gonna be able to hear everything. That oh, uh, that Dodgers pitcher who said nice swing, bitch. Uh, oh, Joe so, Kelly. Yeah, and got suspended for 22 games. Really. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was bullshit. It's fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, yeah. look, we're playing the Astros. You know, there's some fucking yeah, pro- there's problems. Expect there's fucking they stole the World Series. Okay, so From yeah, there's the gonna, Dodgers. There's gonna be problems. And yes, he was be. I mean, Joe Kelly. He's like one of those players, like how Ron Artest used to be when he wasn't right. on the team you fucked with. Where you like, yeah. I hate this motherfucker. Get him out <laughs> yeah. of the fucking league. Like, but then he's on your team, and you're like, Yes, yeah, go baby. on, Ron. And nice swing, yes. Yeah, when you got when you got like the Walton Goggins, Johnny Knoxville crossover face. Uh, talking shit to you from the mound, it's really something else. Oh, that's a God, bumper sticker, Johnny man. That's a t shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, nice swing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It's easy. It's easy. Put that comma it's easy. on the end of that swing. Yeah. <laughs> nice swing, bitch. <laughs> but I feel like the major leagues, like, because they suspended him for way more than uh, you would have expected, but I think they're just trying to get their get ahead of the fact that people are going to be throwing at the Astros constantly because oh, yeah. they should, they should. Be because yes. they should. fuck the Astros. Yeah. Uh, all I right, mean, what right. they should do is one batter should go up there as tribute and you just got to get hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then be like, all right, you, you got to get it one. out of the way. <laughs> yeah. The first pitch is from your closer, just like yeah. a fastball. That's how they right. throw out the first pitch. And the person who's catching it is just an Astro who doesn't have a glove. Uh, no, yeah, there's yeah, there's there's actually no catcher. It's just one batter. He's straddling home base with his arms out like that Da Vinci fucking diagram of like the man's like just straight out. Just be like, all right, man, send it, send, it. send it, let's go. Uh, and like, and then but they do that to protect the other batters, you know. Yeah, and then I think you feel good. Oh man, but I'm I'm excited for the NBA. This is gonna be hopefully. Okay. It's just a tough, it's a weird thing, you know, because on one level, it's like these people are getting better care than like the frontline workers (laughs) so we can get some shit going on TV. But then I'm like, yeah, but you know, it helps distract me from the fact that the frontline workers aren't being taken care of. So what do I do? Oh, yeah. It's, it's everything is just so painfully surreal, uh, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. And NBA players are pretty elite at what they do like to everybody wants to be an nba player they're like totally. the greatest athletes in yeah. the world so i'm not saying they deserve to be taken care of better than doctors <laughs> but you're but saying but you as like a joe schlub you're like well right. i would i will give up my medical care for them so it's I like can that watch. picture that was going around where people uh 
NFL players were kneeling and in the background, a cop was like standing up and someone was like, his job's so much harder than the NFL players. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you can murder people and then get a pension. Right. And the you get CTE in the NFL and they the forget about you. hardest job. Uh, anyways. In a, Greg, in a year. They forget yeah. about you in a year. Right. <laughs> Greg, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners what we're talking about. Uh, we kind of already talked about uh, Herman Cain past Gomer. 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 Louis Gomert Powell uh, is going all in on hydroxychloroquine, uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Trump's suggestion that we delay the election, which not even popular with his own party. Uh, we'll talk about Rush Limbaugh, because we've all been wondering, what is his take on the whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement? And the shift that's <laughs> happening with public yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he doesn't, can't, does not compute. He can't handle it. It's this is so it's so bittersweet in that like yeah like fuck this guy and his gigantic audience that people think what he says is real, but also like to hear the the disbelief and shock of a white supremacist being like right we're outnumbered, <laughs> and then immediately blame women is like Whoa, yeah. okay this is peak yeah. bullshit. Yeah, is that what Rush did? Rush oh did? wait, yeah. till, wait till oh. I pull out. Wait till I roll the tape on this oh, one. We will, we will watch the whole Ooh. process of realizing what time it is, uh, and then we'll also uh, figure out what we're watching this weekend uh, with you guys. But first, Greg, we like to ask our guests what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are. Oh, oh man, you know, <clears throat> um, since this whole UFO. Uh, Conspiracy, yeah. well, not conspiracy, no, but you know the they re they revealing shit out. Uh, I'm a deep UFO dude, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm all in it, you know, late night. So I'm just I, I'm always searching for like UFO August uh, 2020. You know what I'm saying? Or April? You know, I'm just looking at months and just seeing what's going on. So that's always up? my deep search, and it's always like around 1:25 in the morning you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's my that's that's usually what I'd be going for shit like that or you know trying to figure out how to convert files <laughs> how do I convert it's to between, pdf it's, it's between those it's between those things wait, when that um when those videos came out from the navy pilots and stuff yeah. what what was cuz i think like when we were talking about it, we're like, yo, we just really just talked about this video. Like, we really aren't just out here talking about unidentified flying objects. Like, whether they're alien or just technologies that are so far out there that, like, we're having trouble explaining it. Like, I, I was like, it, I was having a delayed, excited response to it where I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then it hits you like a monthly, like, yo, what the fuck? They're, they're not even saying this is bullshit. They're saying, yeah, we don't fucking know either. Well, that's uh, that, how bad it is, right? Yeah, I think that's that's that tells you how like bad shit is that they're like, oh, we really gotta distract these motherfuckers with real shit now, <laughs> you know? Which is beautiful because it's What's real, it? you know. Yeah, there's an next... interesting article in uh, like a, I think it was the St. Catherine Standard, <laughs> the it, from Vancouver that Canada's basically had a full transparency policy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, they're looking at us being like, yeah, like, why, why would they hide that? That's weird. Uh, and they don't, they don't think of it as aliens necessarily. They just think of it as, like, there's technology out there that we don't know about. Uh, when that isn't a concern in, in general? Culturally in Canada, they're, they're just too polite to believe in aliens, I guess. Oh, but, man, oh, people wow. are crazy, man. Don't, don't want to offend them. 
Do yeah. y'all remember when microwaves came out? <laughs> <laughs> I saw I remember, Men in Black. I remember as a child, specifically before microwaves and microwaves. And I saw my first <laughs> microwave. We got our first microwave, and I was like, the fuck is this? This isn't, <laughs> this isn't real. This is some crazy-ass technology. Uh, you know, yeah, that started my belief. And plus, I'm from Virginia, where all the aliens come. <laughs> is that true? Are there a lot of alien sightings I mean, in Virginia? Virginia is a lot of uh, it's a lot of water, um, and right. plus all those military bases up and down Virginia. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. They do seem to like the military, military bases, keeping keep an eye on shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they're like, damn, they're like, yo, get over here. They're still flying around on that shit powered by old dinosaur shit. <laughs> oh my god, what these the motherfuckers fuck? got nukes. They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're over here flying. <laughs> they're not, they're not teleporting. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, I think expensive cars are overrated. Mm. I think mm. um, that's my new thing now. If you're like a rich dude, you know, you're super wealthy, and you got like a really fucked up. F-150, 497 <laughs> truck, I think you're the dopest dude ever. Because I just think, like, expensive cars are, like, corny as fuck because my 2001 Honda Civic can drive on the same roads mm-hmm. as your Ferrari can, and you're so a cornball. Same speed? Same speed? Well, not the same. Yeah. Not the same. Not, not the exactly same. the same, but, like, legally. Like, it's not like you're allowed yeah. to drive 150 in exactly. the Ferrari. Just because you, you can. This is just corny. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. That's like uh, like Zach Galifianakis drives that like Subaru around, you know. Like he <laughs> always, like you ne- always, and almost to the point where like when I see old Subarus, I'm like, I bet that's Zach. Galif- yep, it is. <laughs> now, I get Teslas, you know. If you want to get like a nice those thirty thousand dollar Teslas, yeah, I'm, I'm with the cool fart with sounds built in. Yeah, hell that yeah. was my favorite thing. Someone I knew had one. I was like, and they started doing all the fart sounds that you can send to the Wait, different speakers. What? Yeah, yes. you can put fart sounds in Yo, like the it's horn like whoop, and shit. Whoopee cushion basically <laughs> built into the car, so you can like send a fart noise like the back rear, like the uh, like passenger side rear passenger speaker. So it'd be like <laughs> or whatever. It's just it's you know it's some Elon Musk shit, but hey, you know what? Right. I'd be yeah. lying if I said, "Yo, that's fucking tight." <laughs> that's those, exactly those what we would do if we designed a car. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, I, but I would make it smell too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deny that I think those trucks are kind of dope looking. They, oh, those cyber really trucks are beautiful. Yeah, that cyber it. truck. Yeah, yeah. thirty-eight thousand too. That ain't that ain't bad. Yeah, thirty-eight thousand, huh? Thirty-eight G's for that for that cyber truck. Wow, mm. I don't know. I'm just you know I'm a Mazda guy. You know, <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to fucking that cyber truck, dog. <laughs> 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 I'm trying I, to, I'm trying to get a free seat. Mazda, man. <laughs> <laughs> You got it, man. No you swing it, you're swinging, you're swinging too hard, bro. I am, I for, am. The, for the cyber, I'm like, you know, I would love a 2021 CX9, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> Try to get a free There's something about Subarus. Uh, the CEO of Scripps was the company that owned Cracked, uh, that bought Cracked, and then fired everyone. It's a terrible company, but uh, their CEO, who's like really, really, you know, rich dude in Ohio, so like. You know that money goes really far. He drove a Subaru Outback, and, yeah, nice. And then, like the second in command, also drove a Subaru Outback because he was a kiss ass. Uh, what is? Uh, he's like, he's like, hey, Bill, you like my, you like my Outback too? He's like, <laughs> I got an Outback. Oh, that's yours. Yeah. All right. You better, yeah. mommy. You better mommy didn't even back. notice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? 
good toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Good toilet paper. Yeah, yes. yeah. My, Tell me uh, now. Describe. I think people. Have, there's different strokes, quite literally, for different folks when it comes to wiping your butt. But are what is it about the the quality specifically for you? Is it how is it a certain thickness that you need? A certain texture? What is it? Well, you Apply. know, like <clears throat> as a struggling comedian for so many years, uh, <laughs> living with comedians in San Francisco, we only really bought toilet paper when like ladies was coming to the crib. You know, we right. had like napkins and paper towels from like fucking <laughs> pizza Stunk. and shit around. You know, right. we're just, you know, <laughs> terrible struggling comics. Scavengers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, now as a grown adult man, full grown and with, with my lady and whatnot, you know, you got to get that good two, three ply, mm. nice, uh, no scented because the ladies don't like the scented because it, yeah, if, yeah. you know, it fucks up. Uh, but, you know, good, it natural. good, nice, thick toilet paper. Uh, to keep your butthole nice and nice yeah. and good. Wait, you know? scented toilet? Where yeah, they, they got they got that? scented TP everywhere. Yeah. I must I must have just like blinders on because that idea is just abs- That's a non-starter for me. Yeah, you can't. There's, do there's that. no need for that. Nah, I nah. like I I just for the accidentally have like scented garbage bags. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? This is so off-putting. Like to have like half Febreze tropical luau with like old garlic and like onions and shit. It's like it's, it's a bad it's mix. Yeah, just yeah. Like, keep my garbage funky. I don't you mind. You need I'm that shit. Wait, you need the scented bags for uh, diapers, though. That Ooh, is true. absolutely oh. crucial. Oh, I can only... Ooh, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't even need to go down a bit thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, is, that. yeah. yeah. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false or vice versa? Um, I knew growing up, people used to think that if you put uh, old batteries in the refrigerator... That the batteries would like charge up again. Did you guys, oh, really? you guys ever heard of that? I, I heard so. the see, and this was, and maybe this is a black people thing because uh, <laughs> my my grandmother insisted yeah. every battery in the house was in the freezer. Yeah, every yeah, yeah. single one. That if it weren't is. being used, they were in the freezer. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a refrigeration myth or whatever. Or to your point, if that was like something about electrons somehow moving back into the battery to give them a charge, <laughs> but. She, I tell the thing that I would grow up, she's like, they're gonna last longer. They last longer. Put them in there, they last longer. That way, you can buy batteries. For, these batteries are from 16 years ago. Yeah, they've been in this freezer, and I'm like, mm, I don't think they work. What happens is, I guess if you put if you put like a dead battery in the refrigerator, not the whole power doesn't go. They'll work for like a quick second, and then they're mm. done. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but for oh, like a quick second, and then they're done. Like yeah. enough to be like, get the TV on. Basically, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, like when you'd have the re- like triple A battery remote struggles, and you're like, "Fuck, where's another one?" I'm like, "I, I think there's a toy it. that had it," and you're like, just... "Fucking smashing shit open," and you're like, <laughs> "You're like, I just have to get the fucking TV on, and then I can use the fucking rest to do the channels and the volume. I just need this motherfucker on." Hey, that uh, first Game Boy took eight double A batteries, man. Yeah, Game Gear had a oh ton too. God, yeah. <laughs> And the and the uh, Walkman when it started running low and the music would just start getting low like the yeah. voice would be like <laughs> yeah it starts getting chopped and screwed yeah but it would like go I had one that would go for a long time like that so oh, you really? just it would be like imperceptible you'd be like wait is this is this off does this yeah. really sound like that um, <laughs> Macarena. Hey, did, did Chapman screw come from that? Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that, that makes perfect sense, though. Uh, 
All right, guys, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about what is happening. What is happening? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, We'll be right back. And we're back. And so to... GOP developments in the COVID-19 crisis, as we mentioned on yesterday's episode, Lewis Gomert uh, tested positive for COVID-19, and we had mentioned uh, weeks ago that Herman Cain had tested positive for COVID-19 and was uh, doing better the last we checked in with it, but he actually just passed away yesterday. Um, Pretty horrifying, you know, 74-year-old. Uh, Nine days after he was on stage without a mask in Tulsa. Now a lot, I don't know. No one knows exactly when and where he got it, but I can tell you because of how the, you know, Republicans look at just general safety around COVID that he was probably surrounded by people with no regard for anyone's fucking safety, no matter what. Uh, and yeah, you don't have to speculate about there's pictures from the event. Yeah. Yeah. Like around just in general, like everything, it's just like, that's what's sad because then there are people who are, trying to you know on the right say that the politicization of his death or whatever it's like well no hold on like the fact is on the right y'all keep talking about making people wear masks or social distancing is like an overt political statement and oppressive and dot 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 without really actually understanding that you're the real harm that's being done by you exercising this so-called right to be free and not wear a mask or whatever the fuck it is it's just really fucking dark and like to see this play out in a lethal way now yeah where and tulsa it's like people were like yeah okay yeah covid okay we'll see yeah okay uh and then eight staffers tested positive around the time of the 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 rally herman cain's passing away and then you got louis gomert out here putting his hubris fully on display he's saying he's going to use hydroxychloroquine yeah to cure himself of coronavirus when the fda and pretty much every other medical institution on earth is saying uh this is shown to be pretty much ineffective as a treatment for yeah. COVID 19 yeah i mean there's I, I did another round of research because there was the doctor from houston who came out and you know backed by a bunch of people in white coats saying that hydroxychloroquine was the cure so I went back to the lab, did, you know, the lab being, did some Googling, and there, <laughs> there is... Firing up my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, they've done the research. It's not like, well, we just don't know yet. The uh, New England Journal of Medicine, which is, like, the primary, like, the paper of record or journal of record when it comes to medicine, was like, yeah, we did the test, and there's no evidence that this... Uh, improved people who were suffering from COVID nineteen. It's just there's know. a there was even that young woman who died in Florida because her mother was adamant that hydroxychloroquine would be the the way out for her and that would cure her because the president said it works and she believes them. And Louis Gomer, I mean, he went on uh, Hannity the other night right after his diagnosis, and he was like, "This is where he said he's like, I'm taking hydroxychloroquine." Just listening to him, he sounds a little bit like he really wants to believe what he's saying. And he's talking about him and his doctor going all in. But, I mean, this is just sort of his exchange with Hannity. Any thoughts on it for yourself? Yes. Yes, I have. And uh, thanks for the discussion you've had about it. You know, you've talked about 
the one study that said it was affected had to be withdrawn. So yeah, uh, my doctor and I are all in. And uh, I got a text just before I came on from a dear friend doctor that just found out he had it. And he said he started the DQ uh, regimen too. So zinc, erythromycin, and the hydroxychloroquine. And that yeah. will start uh, just in the next day or two. He said I, he couldn't even say the name of the of <laughs> He the sounds like drug. shit, He's, man. He does not sound good. I know. Part of me wants to say. Does he usually sound bad like that? Mm, part of me wants to say it <laughs> was like some. Sick. Some just compression happening over the Skype call, but there, there's right. a you know some little frogging. I, I don't. It, that's what's just so dark about it, you know. Like right. this, this, it's not a fucking game to have COVID nineteen, and like to then just be like, I'm gonna go on Hannity and like push this talking point while I don't sound very well, and I'm not even that. He's like, yeah, so uh, we're all in. Like it almost seemed like they knew it was a gamble. Like yeah, just money. being like. Let me just go to the hospital and like actually just do something like that rather than being like, oh, guess what, Donald Trump? I will put my body on the line and try and become a hydroxychloroquine <sighs> miracle cure example for you to just wave your flag. It's just, woo. It's deep. How much yeah. money do you think they got in this, man? They got to have That's so much bread so in the hydro- hydroxychloroquine. I mean, it, I don't think the dude's really going to use it. I think he's just going to go up. You know, he's just promoting it. He, he ain't right. drinking Pepsi. You know, he's yeah, like, right. hey, Pepsi's the best. You yeah, know, right, but I'm right. getting this real, they putting orange juice in me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I just like, they, he must have so much bread behind this. But it's still- I think a lot of conservative, I'm sure a lot of people early on, because that's just the nature of anything like this, like, yo, let's get in early on yeah. whatever the thing the government is going to buy massive amounts of. And then now we're getting a taste of that. But you could tell just by how hard this, everyone's just so confused by the hydroxychloroquine. But now it's that erythromycin, zinc. Da, 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 da. The bottom line is, it's just it it's it sends the worst messages out to anybody who's confused, especially conservatives who are you know just as at risk because they have human carbon based bodies like everybody else. Yeah, uh, that they're seeing this stuff and be like, oh, okay, maybe you can, maybe you can't. It's just, I mean, and Trump. Yeah, I don't know if he has money in, but like his whole president, he feels like he has this whole presidency riding on hydroxychloroquine because he like he needs there to be a conspiracy against him or against, you know, so something that the mainstream media is lying about so that he can, you know, be proven right, because otherwise this is not a good look. It was uh, wild. I mean, like last week. He started doing the whole uh, uh, the COVID meetings again, you know, the the fucking Reasons. press conferences. Yeah. And last week, he's, he's, I was like, okay, he's starting to, like, fess up and say, you know, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I was like, somebody must have talked to him. It's like, he's like an abusive dad that just, he just beats ass for a little while. And then people come and talk to him like, yo, you got to get it together. And then he'll have, like, a good day. Right, but he'll, right. he'll say everything right. And some people are convinced. They're like, okay, I think he's coming around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for, one it's right for one back day. For one day. Then it's right yeah. back. Yeah. It's, it's really, 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 really fucked up. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then now, you know, like we're looking at who knows how how much further the death toll rises. Yeah. Uh, and because, you know, I think the the unfortunately the people that are most effective aren't sort of like the white Americans that you'd put on the kinds of commercials that would really sway public opinion. It's just like, it, it also a lot of people are insulated by their own privilege and class to also not really fully connect that this is just really it's just so 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 dangerous and for the people who really need the help aren't getting it 
Yeah. Yeah, that's an argument you hear from people is like, well, I don't know anybody who's had it. And that's yeah. not going to be true for very long. But also, like, what the... F- it's well, just, who do you know? You Do you know other, like, you know, upper middle yeah, class do people just who know, don't have to go to a job at all and can just right. stay at home and order exactly. food in all day and not do anything and just lament about how bored they are? If that's your life, then yeah, you might not. But you also, you are living up in a fucking tower um, right. where the real world is very chaotic beneath you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. But, yeah. you know, once this is over... Like two years down the line, when we start looking back at all this data and just looking back at all this video footage, it's gonna be some real sadness and like comparing oh. going on, man. It's gonna be pretty horrible. Yeah, how it's we treated be each other. Such a shame. Yeah, just such a shameful, shameful period. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, most of the history of this country is shameful. But like, when you're looking at it like this, when it's like knowingly being like. Yeah, we're not gonna help anybody. Like, yeah. we'll we'll help these rich people. I mean, six hundred dollars gone. Yeah. Six hundred. Yeah. Why yeah. they take trillions of it? You know. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm, I I hope that there's a a reckoning of like people coming to the realization they were wrong. But I I think no matter who wins the next presidential election, like that that forty percent of America that is still head down just supporting Trump. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to be like, ah, well, he lost. I guess we're going to come around. I, I, I think they're still going to be obstinate and, you know, violent. I mean, they're Very already violent. violent and Very he's, violent. They're already violent, and he's in the White House. So, like, yeah. what are they going to do when he's not in the White House? Ooh, they're already bad. our leading terror organization, and if they don't have win the election, like, we already see what happens. They're just such babies. Uh, the, I think it sucks that the Boogaloo's have this. Right. <laughs> they yeah. the, like they the, took the okay. The white power, yeah. yeah, the, <laughs> the, yeah the, they the took the okay. okay. That was such a good... I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got to throw up Shaka, you know, like the surfers do. <laughs> right. Hang loose, bro. You're going to take that. Yeah, hang 10. All right. Let's talk about uh, the president coming out, suggesting that we uh, delay the November election. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. you know, immediately a lot like the AP came out and changed their headline to Trump suggests a delay, which will not happen, uh, which is pretty, pretty confident uh, coming from like. It's like, well, it's hard because it's written in law and then you have to change the law. But yeah, there's going to there. I'm sure they'll they'll find some they're going to find a way fuckery spell like they always do. Um, but yeah, like in the very. Normally, if the president was saying, like, we should do that, then that process traditionally is damn near impossible right now. But yeah, yeah, like, well, we can never underestimate president. Bill Barr, really. Right. Um, that's what that, you think it'll happen? About. You guys think it'll happen? I don't know what's going to I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. I'm willing to say I'm, I, I won't bet that it won't happen. Yeah. yeah. I'll, say, I'll say that much. So earlier yesterday, the AP headline was Trump floats idea of election delay, which can't happen. Now it is Trump floats idea of election delay, a virtual impossibility. So they're they're softening their stance, I guess. Well, I think because they even know they're like, yeah, I'm someone's like, yeah, but what about Bill Barr? You know, the Department of Justice being a total fucking joke. And they're like, right, right, right. Right. So (laughs) virtually. Uh, in any other reality, this would not happen. Supposedly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this tweet came literally minutes after uh, news hit that uh, he'd 
fucked the economy worse than any other president in the history of the country. The second quarter, the U.S. GDP shrank by 30%, over 30%, which is the worst uh, economic performance the U.S. economy's ever had, uh, obviously, because of coronavirus. But that's his fault. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Because the economy used to be the thing he could run on, then he couldn't. Uh, and then you get more evidence that the handling of this has only exacerbated all the issues uh, economically in the country. So, yeah, he's trying the time honored smoke bomb. But now it's just like everything just I don't know. Like, that's the thing. It used to peep the media even had the appetite to f- completely shift gears. And sometimes they do. But it's starting to get so transparently more and more desperate that I think people are just looking at it. They're like, oh, no, like it's just oh, it, it's saying all these things. But. It's just the point where it's just like that no one knows what even to, how to respond to it. It's like, yeah, he's saying all this shit, and I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see because we know what should or should not happen. But he's talking like he wants to do all this shit, so we'll play this very nervous waiting game uh, up until November to see like how much he wants to erode these institutions further, or at least I mean, all the way he wants evaporate to evaporate them. Yeah, he wants to evaporate them, them and. Yeah, it just makes me nervous anytime that I'm like, yeah, but they can't do that, or anytime anyone's like that. And William Barr and Pompeo are both out there giving these like non-committal answers where they're like, Well, I don't I haven't looked into it. And it's like you've been you've they're been like, behind Did you the vote scenes. absentee before? Like, yeah, twice last year. <laughs> they're like, Okay then, motherfucker, what are you talking about right. then? Uh, and then the other bullshit is sort of like, if you want to use this concern troll tactic, like, well, you know, I don't know, between the, the, the mail-in ballots, which, again, we all know just the general rule is when everyone votes, conservatives lose. That's just right. that's just how it is, because it's a dying ideology that people are like, this has no use anymore in this new world and country and culture we find ourselves in. But if you want to use this idea that, well, it's too, aside from the vote rigging, that it could just in a pandemic, you know, just could be really unsafe to have people vote. Then how are you opening schools too? Like all of these things can't, like all of these things can't be true. So it's just a very, it just only makes things more unsettling and chaotic for then other people to think like, well, do I go to school? Is it is it okay for an election? But obviously not. But the president says this, and it's it does a good job, I think, of making people like. You know, it, like a lot of shit can happen without really noticing because you're so your your footing is so off because you're getting hit with all kinds of shit constantly. Hey, we're yeah. all getting crossed up. Yeah, that's a crossover. Just yeah, yeah right. just, we just fucking just skip to us, my loo. Just Rafer Alston just fucking checked into the game, and I'm I find myself isolated against hot sauce at the top of the key, um, and he's telling everybody to clear out the fucking key, and I'm like, oh, oh shit. God, oh, shit. No. And I look down, and my shoelaces are tied together. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, and they're like, "Ah, ah." just gone. You look over at your coach. He's like, like, I look over at my coach. He's already wearing an airbrushed memorial t shirt of me. Oh man! Uh, the shit. post office, yeah. man, and they're trying to destroy the post office. Yeah, my dad was that a mailman. Well. This is it's terrible, man. It's, it's terrible. Not- All right, let's look at uh, just national opinion around Black Lives Matter. Just because I started getting like for the very first time some like so I remember a time when the arguments around gay marriage were viewed something 
uh, like the arguments around defunding the police are now. Uh, like, you know, it's obvious to us what is right, but there are political roadblocks that make it not feasible at all in the near term. Uh, and then suddenly everything shifted and it was a majority uh, opinion that people who loved each other should be able to marry each other. But the difference between the mainstream public reception of just the kneeling protests, which obviously not the crux of the issue, but it is like a signifier, uh, yeah. have been shifting really significantly. You know, it was a minority, uh, like a pretty significant minority opinion in favor of the people kneeling during protest. And uh, recently, CBS News asked people whether uh, kneeling during national anthem to protest racial discrimination is acceptable or unacceptable, and 58% said acceptable. So we're starting to see at least some sort of shift uh, in the overall you know, public perception of, of this conversation around police violence and you know, white supremacy. But, right. uh, you know, so when there's a question like this, we obviously look to our national expert on these issues, Rush Limbaugh, mm -hmm. uh, who has some interesting <laughs> things to say on, on the <laughs> issue. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. This fucking old white man, he's so out of touch. It's so there's like this poll that he was talking about his show that showed like some, you know, something like 65. There was 65 percent support. Uh, somewhat of the Black Lives Matter movement, and he's just like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what's going on here? Uh, so we're gonna, we're talking to this guy who's a, he's a, he's a, a cab driver in St. Louis. He's gonna let us know what he's saying. <laughs> so first, he has this man on who's a cab driver from St. Louis, and this first they start off the thing. They're both kind of in disbelief that they're seeing a lot of Black Lives Matter yard signs up. This is what he's gonna describe, and he's also tries to explain like what the Black Lives Matter yard signs are really about. Um, that's 65% poll for Black Lives Matter, in my opinion, 100% reflects the outrage over the killing of George Floyd. It does not reflect support for the full Black Lives Matter. Somehow the poll was able to capture that in the way it was worded or the way they led people or however it was communicated. That's what they tapped into. Half the Black Lives Matter signs out there came up right after George Floyd was killed. So that's <laughs> okay. I don't mm -hmm. know what, what I, again, because I think in the conservative media sphere, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization funded yeah. by George Soros that is right. here to basically mm -hmm. wreak havoc on white communities by destroying the police so that thugs uh, and Millie rockers and break dancers uh, can <laughs> run loose on your fucking streets. Like Ray, Ray Schreiber fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ray Schreiber, Ray gang out here. Uh, but Rush Limbaugh famously has no type. So he's a, definitely a Ray Schreiber fan. So his whole thing is, so after he hears that, you know, like there's, he's like, he has to cut this man off. And he's like, wait, people got yard signs? Listen to this one. Are, hold on, are you, are you telling me that uh, as you, as you work, your average yeah. day driving around in St. Louis, you, you see Black Lives Matter signs like uh, you would see a Trump sign or a Biden sign Absolutely. in people's front yards? Lots of them, yeah, sure. That's a long pause he does after that. <laughs> That's a, yeah, I was like, wait, is that? <laughs> he was like, wait, hold on, hold on. They're like white people who put a sign in their yard saying that they think Black Lives 
Okay, so this is how much he goes even deeper into the denial. This motherfucker then ha- he has to survey the studio because he can't believe what this oh, man, man just said to him on the phone. Listen to this part. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I need to do a survey here. Have you guys seen Black Lives Matter signs in yards? Not in your neighborhood. You're. I have never seen a Black Lives Matter sign anywhere like like you see a Trump sign or a, a, any other politician sign. You saying <laughs> uh, that Black Lives Matter signs are, are, are all over the place in St. Louis? Absolutely. They were originally in the African-American neighborhood. Then he goes on and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> wrestling bucket, please don't look at What? What the fuck? 65? People like vanilla Coke? What is going on? There are, there are that many race traitors? Basically. Oh my God. So then he's now, has, so he's, he can't, he doesn't know what the fuck to think. Reeling. He is he's reeling. reeling. He then convinces himself that it's these pollsters that are, you know, work, reworking the data to present a, a you know a very unbalanced opinion of what the country actually looks like. You but but the pollsters obviously are doing this purposely because I'm telling you folks I I think this is this is another attempt by Gallup and whoever the pollsters are to shape public opinion and not reflect it. Because I refuse to believe. <laughs> I refuse to believe that 65% of the American people support this insanity. Wow. <laughs> See, it's. I think it goes to show you what our bubbles look like on all sides, right? Whether it's progressives, liberals, not believing that there is an entire nation of aggrieved working class white people who are looking for just don't know what to make of anything and are willing to vote for this racist guy. The same way this man has been so insulated by his, uh, you know, ignorance and racism that he he's not even in a situation to be around people who would voice their support in alignment with the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, that is really telling. And whether that's willfully, he's not trying to look at it, or he's, it's not willful, it's happening, and it's just very interesting. There's a very, like, visceral re- rejection oh, he's yeah. having to it. It's not, it, it feels different than him just being like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, because, you know, there's going to be, these liberals out here, Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to do anything. It was almost like he couldn't, he's like, they're at our doorstep? Yeah, <laughs> right. They're, they're so here. great, though. It's great. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like when when it gets to that point where they're like, "Oh, it's here," but I just can't accept it. It's great, you know. Yeah. It's like those dads that I couldn't accept my son being gay, and then it's just right in my face, and I just got to deal with it. You got to deal like, oh, with all right. it. Yeah, it's all right. Tom ain't so I think, bad. I think the same thing, even like with the gay marriage thing, right? It's like a weird, outdated like opinion that has just sort of existed in culture. And if you haven't taken the time to examine it or you in your life has not intersected with a person in the same sexual relationship or, you know, non-traditional marriage, uh, then yeah, like you, 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 you might not be able to get rid of those things, but then the second you do, and it sort of becomes, you're like, yeah, what the fuck do I care if the gay people get married like that? That has nothing to fucking do with me. So yeah. And then the same way with this, like, yeah, what the fuck do I care if I'm like, yeah, dude, like, Police need to relax on like this like racism <laughs> shit. Like that actually that literally doesn't affect me. I'm saying like yeah, in fact, like I think it would be cool if there was less bullshit. Now I think a lot of people agree with that general statement, but then when you get down to the defunding and those other sort of details, maybe things start to fracture. But that sentiment of sort of like, do you believe it's bad for police officers to brutalize unarmed black and brown people? It's right. like, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And Rush Limbaugh's like, what the fuck is going on? Are you serious? And then, then, so then, because... See, because when we all are faced with some realities and some truths, we just cannot accept. We got to start spinning the wheels and be like, there has to be another explanation. So that he's, he has an idea where that 65% came from and who's really been driving this whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement. What is it called? Like the eight, the six degrees, the oh, eight sorry, degrees of like... Um of dealing, of coping, was it? You know, like oh those, yeah, the eight stages of yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, like grief. denial. That's what he, he went through. That you saw yeah. the whole thing: coping, trying yeah. to like uh, yeah. rationalize, negotiating, yeah, rationalization. Yeah. He, he went through all of that in that clip. White, because we had, are we had sure the, they didn't reverse the numbers? It's not fifty-six <laughs> or five percent okay. or six percent. Yeah. In yeah. that poll, did they ask if Black Lives Matter or if white supremacy is chill? If it's a whole ass vibe, they need to word these polls so Gen Z understands what we're talking about. Is white supremacy a wave? <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is him now being like, okay, nah, <laughs> whatever stage of grief is, which I guess you yeah. just blame white women for everything. Yeah, I guess, you know. Now, I classic. believe that 65% of millennial white women might support it. Hmm. But I don't believe 65% of the American people do. I know that this protest is largely driven by millennial college-educated white women. Huh. You know, more and more women, I'll, get, I'll, I'll show you what I mean in the next hour, but more and more young women in this country are becoming nothing more than, than hoods. Your average ne'er-do-well in the hood. White women. Um. What? Ne'er-do-wells? So, <laughs> ne'er-do-wells? Uh, white women? Hey, millennial white women, you are the new black men. <laughs> Welcome. According oh, in the eyes of the great Rush Limbaugh. Can, so his whole... Whoa. Again, there do wells in the hood. You ask any black person, <laughs> one of my any, favorite movies. Ask any person who has been around any activism the last couple of months. You'd be like, "Who's driving this?" Oh yeah, millennial right. <laughs> white women. Like, but I think because the allyship is so tra- like is so visible, and right. you see, like I think that's the problem is he cannot believe that he's like white women. Like white women used to pull up for racism very subtly, and now they're marching for Black Lives Matter. Like, I can't. So I think to them, because white women are like the greatest force in politics in this country, it's like that's who's behind Black Lives Matter. Right. It's not all of these. It's not the entirety of the country that is rejecting systemic racism. <laughs> it's these white women who went to Sarah Lawrence. You know, <laughs> that's who's behind the Black Lives. I don't know who Angela Davis is. You did know she, he has a niece. Did she go to Scripps College for Women? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? These liberal art degree yeah, white like, women. <laughs> you know he has a niece. There's a niece or a cousin oh, yeah. or a second cousin who's behind this opinion. Right, who, right. Who's thinking you know, of... shaded him at Christmas or something a couple years back. And he's you like, know, I'm really disappointed in Melissa. She, she changed her last name because she didn't want to be a Limbaugh. Right. <laughs> Shit. Bullshit. So, yeah, I mean, you hate to see it and you love to see it. Uh, that is but, my favorite piece of audio we've ever but had I th- on, the, yeah, right? on the show. I think, uh, yeah, shout out to Wonkat for pointing me in that wow. direction. Uh, but but I think at the same time, this is also this what's going on in the minds of some of these older white racists and younger white racists who are like, like, like I said, it's the fourth quarter for right. some of these people. And yeah, they're like, dog. I'm not going to just sit here 
and let I'll be damned if I let white supremacy go by the wayside just like that because some college educated white women decided to make some signs. Right. Um, and that's why, you know, that the opposition will grow, I think. Or maybe you'll see how many people really have that kind of energy. Like, I'm sure it sucks to be like, oh, my brand is losing. Uh, it sucks. But then but just the same, you see these counter protests where there are plenty of people who are willing to, you know, confront uh, allies of the Black Lives Matter movement or anybody who is against systemic uh, white supremacy. So, yeah. Yeah. And those are I mean, that's I, I really believe that, you know, going forward, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying that the election in November is a foregone conclusion, but I really think that eventually the thing we're going to have to worry about is, you know, terrorism on behalf of those, that, that group of people. Cause it's still a, still a incredibly significant portion of the population, uh, that is willing to, you know, kill people. Uh, yeah. we've seen multiple times. So for sure. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take another break. And when we come back, we'll, uh, figure out some bullshit that we can all watch together and talk about on Monday's episode. We'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, and Greg, what we usually do on Friday's episode is we look at what's trending in the Netflix top 10 and pick something to watch uh, with with our listeners over the weekend. Today, I wanted to also look at a couple other. So the, uh, there's a rundown of the top 10 movies on Netflix during July's first 13 days. So a little bit broader of a window and then also uh we have the top 10 movies on netflix of 2020 uh that we can look at miles do you have anything are you heading into uh this exercise with anything kind of catching your eye i've already been watching the new season of last chance you uh, okay because i just like uh, <laughs> like sort of underdog sports things um and this one's about like uh, Laney College up in uh, East Oakland. Oh, word? I didn't yeah. know it was that. Okay. So it's, the, and it's interesting because the past couple seasons, um, yeah, fuck it. I'll just talk about Last Chance You. I'm probably going to finish that shit uh, anyway. Actually, no, I'll do something different. But I will say, if you're interested at all, it's sort of like underdog sports stuff, the entire Last Chance You sort of uh, series is great. But the Laney one's cool because this program, unlike the other ones, they're able to like house and feed their student athletes. At Laney, they can't. So these kids are truly on their own um, wow. and like dealing with all kinds of shit while trying to, you know, get enough tape to try and get a scholarship to get to a D1 school. So um, with all that said, uh, I'm open to all kinds of things. I mean, that's one that I want to I want to hear you kind of talk about for a little while. So why don't we go? I mean, that is in the top five and that's one that's going to keep coming back into the into the. Top yeah, 10 I'll, I'll talk about last chance you then. Dope. All right, let me just run through the top 10 Netflix movies so far of the year. The Old Guard, which I did an amazing job dissecting uh, a couple of weeks ago. Got fucking ago. trashed. Got the main actress you wrong. It, you trashed it? No, no. He got, his mentions got ripped the fuck up. I got the main actress wrong. I got the like origin story of the movie wrong. I I just totally fucked up. Uh, yeah, whatever. Which, it's gonna be a second part rate, two. It's a second rate podcast. It's a second rate podcast. Want, man. <laughs> um, so the old guard. Uh, I'm not gonna review that again. Uh, the Lorax. We've talked about the Lorax is a Dr. Seuss movie. Uh, but the Seuss hate needs to end on this podcast. Seuss is <laughs> Seuss is the best. Uh, the Willoughby's. Yeah. Um, the Willoughby's 
is uh, number eight. I don't know that it's a it's an animated film for children. Um, I, I feel like you've been you guys- you've been uh, just watching so many children like I need to, child content. I think you need to get into some adult shit. Yeah, Angel is Fallen, which I have not watched. Extraction, uh, which I'm gonna need to watch eventually, but I think I might just like it, and that might just be boring for me to be like, yeah, it's kind of dope. There's some good action scenes. Oh, the uh, action is wild in that shit. The Wrong Missy uh, is at number five, and then Spencer Confidential is at number four. Spencer Confidential apparently oh, spent yeah. 18 consecutive weeks in first place on the daily I top think, ten. I think you, I think Damn. we need to. I think that's the one, Jack. I think I ha- need to watch Spencer Confidential. And when you when you look at uh, Netflix, is it serving you which image? The Post Malone cover. Post or, Malone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always Post Malone. I didn't know it was a Mark Wahlberg movie. I thought it was. Yeah. A, I thought it was a uh, like Post Malone vehicle. Post Malone vehicle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is gonna kick off Post Malone's action career. <laughs> He's just rounding out the, yeah, he really is. <laughs> rounding out the top three, 365 days, the horny uh, Polish porn, softcore yeah. porn, uh, and then the Angry Birds movie 2, <laughs> and Despicable Me. Despicable Me is, I, I've said it before, but they, with the Minions, they hacked into a part of children's brains. It's uncanny work of genius. The The Minions are just... So, uh, so like I don't know, so visceral the love that they bring <laughs> out from kids. My kids, if there is, if we're driving down the 405 or the 101 and we are going by Universal Studios, there's like a minion. Oh, yeah, on the side, of you the can building. see like off in the distance, they will see that. They'll, they'll be like, yo, yellow guy, minion, minion, right minion, there, minion. minion, minion. <laughs> like my son, when we were first, he had no context whatsoever. We were just. Going by it really fast on a on a viewing menu, and he was like, "Stop, go back 20, like, 20 frames." That one, the one with the yellow guy. I want to watch that. <laughs> it's wild. Um, he still calls them yellow guys, but uh, oh, he yeah. is obsessed. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna watch Spencer Confidential and uh, tell you guys what's good with that. Um, Greg, have NBA. you seen any of these? Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna watch the NBA. I've seen. Oh, definitely gonna watch the NBA. Well, I saw that uh, the one with Charlize Theron. The old guard. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Old Guard. Dug it. Loved it. Uh, can't wait for part two to come out. It was fun. Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I like. It felt like the that Will Smith movie she did, uh, where Will Smith was a superhero, but he was all fucked up. The oh, drunk yeah, superhero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and when they fucked, when they got close, they uh, they lost Hancock? their powers. Hancock, yeah, Hancock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It felt like. It felt like a like derivative of Hancock. I've been watching uh, Search Party though on uh, on HBO. Search yeah. Party's so good. That's one yeah. that's like too good that I don't. I wouldn't have anything interesting to say about it other than man, this is it's so good. It's good. <laughs> I, got, I got friends that write on that show, and I was like, I didn't even know they were writing on it. It's it's a good. I'm on a third season now. Yeah. I only watched the first season, and I thought it was so great. That it's funny. I don't know what happened in the second season, but like people are saying, the standout performances in the third season are people who weren't even in the first season. So yeah, yeah. I, I have some catching up to do, but the performance by her tall, like doofy boyfriend oh, he's in the first season it. is yeah. so funny, man. He's so good, he's and it's so on HBO funny. now. They jump from TBS to HBO, so yeah, that is fuck funny. yeah, yeah. If you're a search party fan, though, there might be some good content coming uh, from our network. Uh, around search party, but I won't say anything. Allegedly. 
Allegedly. Supposedly. Allegedly. Supposedly. Yeah. I just the hoods. Wait, what do you call them? Willy dilly hoods? Ne'er, ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells. These white women are just becoming black guys. Ne'er do wells in the hood. God the damn, that's beautiful. White women. That is, that is a big thing with racists, though, right? Like, remember those cops in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, who mm-hmm. got caught saying, like, wild shit on the radio, but they were saying stuff about how, like, white women worship at the altar. Black men, they're at the black washing men, yeah. their feet. Yeah, I mean, that's always been a, <laughs> yep. a big, like, big fear, yeah. Birth of the nation type racist. shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, this is not... He's, he's now, who will, now who will be with us? They're taking our woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can't be my repulsive racism that's left me alone. <laughs> it's these damn spells of hip hop <laughs> and instrumentals by Mike Will made it. Fucking Ray Schrumer. Fucking yeah. Ray Schrumer. What the fuck you, is that? <laughs> Drummer's ear. Have you, have you heard bands that make them dance? <laughs> <laughs> Man's like, will make your dance. He's got an encyclopedic knowledge of all shit, but yeah. he's just like mad at it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's 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 absolutely out of control. Motherfucking Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's he's going up in a versus against uh, two chains. Now, I don't know about that one. But see, when they go head to head there. See, that's the real shit, though. Like, they be hating that shit, and then, like, you see them, and they're in a video or something, and you're like, hold up, hold up, hold up. They loving this shit. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, Greg, <laughs> this has been so fun having you on the uh, Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? Uh, you guys can find me at uh, gregcomedy.com. Uh, that's my website. Uh, Greg the Grouch on Twitter and uh, Greg Comedy on Instagram. And I do a lot of art, so you can check me out on GregEdwardsArt.com. Yeah, with the like historical like redlining portraits, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I was checking yeah, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are dope. Yeah. Thanks, man. You actually have is that your art behind you right now? In your, uh, no, this actually this is my wife's art. Uh, she Ooh. travels a lot for work, and uh, she's always got a camera. I think she was in the Congo with this one, and I don't know where she got this one from, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful. And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Oh, man. Um, I want to, you know, I got to keep it real, man. Uh, Roy Woods Jr. So good. is always cracking me up on Twitter. Uh, he had this one tweet recently where uh, he did the whole uh, Suge Knight. Remember Suge Knight at the Source Awards? When yep. he was like, if you don't Come want to these, Death Row Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, did, yeah. he did what, like, uh, if you're a manager at Walmart... Is all in the store, like, put your mask on, come fuck with Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> he just always killing me, man. So shout out to uh, Roy Woods Jr., who's, who's just a crusher, and I can't wait for him to get his own show and get his own network so we can all work for him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miles, where can people find you, and what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray, and my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexander. You know, it's talking about 90 Day Fiance. You know, just just getting those takes off. Uh, let's see, some tweets that I like. Uh, really, it's one, and it's from uh, Brody Reed, A- at AO Bro Bro. It says, uh, gonna start a group chat with the other, L- other LA natives so we can text each other who cares when there's another earthquake? Uh, because there was an earthquake the other day, and everybody was hopping out of their bed talking about it. 
uh, her majesty like woke up like the fucking aliens were about to zap the house up into the mothership or some shit and i was actually like it's fine right a little one but yeah uh you know just i think just release releasing a little bit of tectonic tension hopefully Mm. but uh, still you know doesn't feel good because the other day we're talking about how seismologists were like yeah pretty good the chances have tripled of the big one coming in the next 50 years Mm. Uh yeah, I've I've been unimpressed, which I, I always say that, and that's gonna be oh, on wow. my tombstone Don't. when I am swallowed by the earth. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I was earthquake. unimpressed. Here lies Jack O'Brien, unimpressed by unimpressed. earthquakes. <laughs> you sound like the fucking comic book guy in The Simpsons. Be like worst earthquake ever. <laughs> that's, but <laughs> that's how up. I've like I never noticed them or like yeah I didn't wake up last night. The one earthquake that I noticed, I was like in a building and it was shaking, but it was like very peaceful i felt like i was being rocked to sleep so i'm just waiting i know that the there's the big one's gonna come along and just make me that's just how uh, zen your world dead. is yeah uh be like woo, hands up <laughs> like it's an like a roller coaster uh, a couple tweets i've been enjoying jennifer wright tweeted after four months of social distancing i feel like jack and the shining could have kept it together a little bit better he had three people to talk to in a huge house with lots of ghost friends um, it's uh, yeah, that movie doesn't stand up. And then Rob Delaney uh, tweeted, "Brushing my wife's ponytail through a glory hole." Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on today? This is uh, like a little collaborative effort by uh, vocalist Amber Mark and like this producer, uh, guitar player, musician Wilma Archer. And the track is called Like a Hunger. And this has got like, again, if you like that track by like 79.5, I played it maybe yesterday. This is kind of also very cool, like lo-fi vibes, but very funky. And it feels like, you know, I don't know, post-apocalyptic uh, new jazz club you want to be in or something. Mm. So, yeah, take that. It's a whole wave. Uh, and, you know, but go shock an elderly person by telling them you're an ally of the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> uh, that 79.5 one was an all-timer. That was a, mm-hmm. that was a really good one. Uh, well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for today. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Peace. I can't wait any longer. Thank you.